Welcome to the Herald Express Talker United Yellow Army podcast, brought to you weekly by Guy Henderson and Richard Hughes. We'll be talking about everything that you ever wanted to know about Talker United. Uh, you can find us in the Talker United channel on the Devon Live website, or you can subscribe to us on iTunes. Welcome to the first outdoor face-to-face Talker United Yellow Army podcast since I can't remember when, Richard. It's around Christmas time. I think it probably was, wasn't it? Yeah. We are outside and you can hear the wind blowing just just for you, just just right as I say it. You can. There aren't many football podcasts that get done while gazing out at a Cunard uh, ocean liner um, from underneath the trees with the bluebells coming out and another three points in the back. Ah, so yeah, that's the important bit. Very, very happy about the way things are going this week. Uh, it's freezing cold, mind. It was really, really nice yesterday yeah. and we said, let's do it in the garden. But the sound was a bit crunchy last week because of the Zoom, um, the online video. One or two people emailed to say, can you do anything about the sound? So we're just going to freeze out in the open air. We're putting ourselves through it just we're for you. Just, we're going that extra mile for you. Absolutely. So you've chatted to Gary this morning. I have. Um, I have had a quick chat with him. Actually, it wasn't a quick chat. I think it's 12 minutes this time. Good stuff. Well, he's got plenty to talk about. I mean, this is a team that's won its last five games. Uh, going into the final stages Guy, of the season with what, what, everything in the right direction. What blip? What blip indeed. <laughs> it seems such a long time ago now, doesn't oh, it? Oh, we should, we should not say that really, <laughs> should we? Let's, uh, let's go first and have a listen to what Gary has to say. But actually, before we even do that, i very remiss of me not to mention the big day today. It's Robin Stubbs' 80th birthday today. Happy birthday, Robin Stubbs. So this is officially the Robin Stubbs 80th birthday podcast. Brilliant. Now over to Gary. Hi, Gary. Thank you for joining us. Um, I interrupted your uh, COVID testing. Uh, obviously, that, that highlights how um, these things are ongoing and it's important to keep getting tested, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Um, everybody at the club is tested uh, and, you know, twice a week uh, with the uh, flow test, the LFT, lateral flow test, and, uh, you know, touch wood. Um, everybody seems to be have been quite healthy for... Uh, some time now, um, and you know George Edwards, our COVID officer, is uh, is very very strong on uh, the COVID rules and everything, and uh, whether that's at the stadium, uh, at the opposition uh, stadiums that we go to, you know, mm-hmm. he goes and checks it, um, and it's kept us safe. To be fair, so uh, you know credit uh, credit to him because it's, it's, it's been a strict regime, that's for sure. Yeah, but. Uh, the staff and the players have adhered to it uh, absolutely. Brilliant. Uh, talking to you after another good result away at Woking. Um, what are your thoughts after after a couple of days to, to, to think through the game? Well, delighted with the 2-0 win, of course, because you know we, we, we played a team that always raises its game against us. Um, you know, the, the, the league table plays no significance when it's when you're playing Woking. Yeah. Um, so, um, but we started off very, very well. Obviously, the two goals in, I think it was only two minutes in between because there was an injury. So actually, it was uh, we scored from their their kickoff for the second one. Um, so you know that put us in a real strong position. And first half we created lots of chances, some really, really good 
opportunities where we was unlucky. Uh, the keeper made a couple of great saves. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the second half, I think the boys, you can imagine how, because of the effort we'd put into that first half, um, we we should, we didn't sit back. I think it was subconsciously, um, they, it was important that they didn't get the next goal. Yeah. Um, you know, we tried to get it, but uh, not quite with the same effectiveness as we did have in the first half. Having said that, you know, our defending at the moment is is excellent. You know, everybody, the whole team's defensive unit, all 11 of them, uh, when we haven't got the ball, are putting in a real good stint. So, um, and that's probably why we've only let in, I think, a couple of goals in the mm. last, whatever it is, six, seven games. Absolutely. Um, I wrote, I'm guilty of it, and I've heard people say the two goals came from mistakes, but actually the touches by the two boys who scored them were quality yeah. touches. I mean, the, the mistakes set up the opportunity, but it wasn't done yeah. and dusted, was it? Well, I think we made them make mistakes, didn't we? You know, the fact that we put the, the ball in behind uh, Ben Gerin and, um, and the fact that Connor had already started his run and then read mm. that it might be a back pass, you know, that's sort of clever footballer brain play. Um, and then, you know, with Connor, he still had to go around the goalie. Yeah. And he, and he, if it had had another, another touch, he probably would have been a bit too wide and the angle might not have been there. So it was a real good finish by him. And of course, with uh, Scotty Bowden, that's what he's got. He's got that yeah. little bit of quality that yeah. he can chip somebody or... Easy to put that it. high or, or mess it up, isn't it? Exactly. You know, or not hit it hard enough. Yeah. You know? uh, um, no, he's got that sort of experience, that quality when he's in and around goal that you fancy him if he's in a good position to score a goal. Do you know what I mean? And then yeah. what we hadn't done uh, in previous games with him, we haven't found him enough. No. And I thought he came through really well um, against Woking, and I thought that was his that was his best game. And now he's a bit fitter, he's a bit sharper. He needed a little bit of a break um, because he hadn't played a lot when he first came to us. Um, but he's looking sharp now, and uh, so that that will turn out a very good signing for us anyway. You, you beat me to it. I, I I really thought that was his best game so far. And, and without yeah. Danny Wright, which I'll come to in a minute, that it was important that he showed up, wasn't it? It's very important, and uh, you know he wants to. You know he's got a bit between his teeth, and he does. He does. You know he's he's, he's very much in with the lads, as it were. And uh, you know we, we we're pleased that we've got him, and uh, we just knew that it would take a little bit of time to get him to his sharpest. Yeah. So you know I'm hoping the game against Wogan showed us, showed everyone our supporters that were watching the game on streaming that uh, you know he's. Uh, they see why we brought him to the club. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Gary, there were three players missing from what was expected on on uh, at Woking. Um, I know you don't all, always want to talk about injury situations and stuff. What can you tell us about those players that were missing from the, the squad? Well, they were all missing for for a reason. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, it wasn't one of those that I was resting them. You know, which I've seen somewhere. I mean, you. You know, you'd be a fool to rest players such as then yeah. uh, those players, but um, they, they've all got sort of slight injuries that look that if given another game in quick succession and then another game, yeah. they all had injuries that were um, 
you know, it, it was dangerous to play him. Yeah. And then lose him for for longer, maybe. Yeah. Um, Armani's probably the one that will come back quickest. Um, which is still waiting on the verdict to see how Kyle was. Um, I won't say the injuries because, no. again, uh, I just would keep that to ourselves. But yeah. um, And then uh, Dan just uh, felt a slight twinge in, in his hamstring and, you know, from where we had before. But um, we, we don't know how long that's going to be or how short that's going to be just yet. Okay. Um, so we'll just keep... Keep Pete, while he's not playing, he's still injured. Do you right. know what I mean? Fine. So I'll clear that up for everybody because obviously um, we want him available as quick as we can. But, uh, you know, we're at, we're at this, you know, this, this season has been horrendous for injuries to all clubs. Yeah, absolutely. And well, look at Woking. Woking had loads of players out, didn't they? Well, exactly. I mean, you know, we could have played two injured teams, couldn't we? I mean, yeah. It would have been just as good a game. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but for the injuries. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, but all clubs are getting them. You know, their lad will come on. And yeah, I, I, I want somebody to blame. I really do. <laughs> um, yeah. And uh, so I don't want to just chuck out, you know, who I, who I, I think to, is to blame. But the schedule, uh, they obviously didn't, confirmed our schedule with a doctor right, uh, because yeah. that doctor would have said no hold on I'm a specialist that, they, they would have said look you're going to have too many injuries and then you're going to take people to their limits and then push them again um, and that's what all the clubs are, uh, are finding but um, it's just good that we're anyway our squad has got us in a good position do you know what I mean and you know, I thought Busey came in and had a fantastic, yep. especially first half. Um, you know, he's been waiting for that opportunity again. Obviously, Scott Bowden came back in. So, you know, this is where the involvement of the whole squad is important because we've never ostracised any of them. Um, they've always been a part of it. Some of them have travelled the games with us, as, as Danny did and um, Kyle and uh, Amani would have done, but so uh, we was waiting for their... Uh, appointment to go and uh, see mm. a specialist and a scan uh, to have a scan to see how what the damage was so um you know it's credit to the to all of us you know especially all the players in the squad that uh we're still competing up the top there because if you look at the two teams that have not have probably had the least amount of injuries yeah. and i think that's more luck than judgment yeah uh, the two that are above us um, it, it's kind of squad management as well as game management in this last eight games, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is, but you've got to make sure that everybody's everybody's ready yeah, and everybody absolutely. feels a part of it. You know, you, you don't want anybody coming into the team thinking, "Oh, he's only playing me because somebody's injured." You know, yeah. you got to. We always make them feel a part of 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 what we're doing. And if the first team are doing well, which because they're worried that some of the players that are not playing desperately want to play and the manager is happy to bring them in. Do you know what I mean? And that, that creates a good standard for the ones that are in the team that don't want to be left out. My dog's trying to have his say. He doesn't like being locked out in the front room, that's the thing, and the, and the wife's <laughs> out, so so there's nothing to distract him. Um, just, just quickly, three home games to come. 
Um, yeah. Now, usually you'd say free home games gives you an advantage, but it's um, it's different times, isn't it? It is, but then home games are more comfortable than away games. If you've if you'd have seen some of the dressing rooms we've been in um, away from home, you know it's certainly uh, beggars belief. Some of them, um, and and what we have to do. I mean, on three on three occasions, the boys have had to walk around the pitch to go have a shower up the other end of the ground. Right. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So not not a pretty sight when they just got a little towel wrapped around them. It's freezing cold, <laughs> and they got to walk, and and then it's got to be two at a time. So there's a bit of a queue, you know, <laughs> something out of World War Two sort of thing. Yeah. So, uh, but um, so at home, at least it's the pleasures of a home game. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we look after our away teams because they we've got enough room to you know put away teams in uh, the room next door to the dressing room. But at least we're at home and we feel comfortable. You know, you've got the pitch how you like it. Uh, our groundsman's done exactly what we ask him to do, which is fantastic. Um, you know, the length of the grass and all this sort of thing, and the quality of the, of the surface. Um, and then the lads are all in the home team changing room uh, and, and comfortable. So in that way, I know what you're talking about. You're talking about the crowds. We'd love yeah. to have the crowds because yeah. that would definitely give us another... 10% I reckon but we've got to create that I've always said it in our minds uh, that the crowd are there they are there they're screaming and shouting in their living rooms instead of you know, us being able to hear them and yeah. see it as a good thing because when you're not playing well lads you're not hearing them having a go at you either yeah that's true that's <laughs> so true. it works both ways but um, no, it would have been a fantastic season of our supporters with us um, so it's a bit sad that but you know, we'll, let's hope we can keep going and, and have a really good end to a season and uh, see where we are for next season. Brilliant. Thank you very much, Gary. Good luck on uh, Saturday and, and for the rest of the season. It's, it's, it's going to be interesting. Um, okay, then. Looking forward well to it. Cheers, yeah, Gary. Bye. Thanks a lot. Cheers, Richard. So good to hear from Gary this week as the wind whistles through the trees around us. Yeah. There's, there's a dog with a squeaky toy somewhere in the distance. Yeah. It's... <laughs> You can't escape dogs on this podcast, can you? No, no, my, my little puppy Rudy was uh, insistent on, on getting in on the chat with Gary and now there's a dog with a, a toy, squeaky toy, in a garden somewhere. There's also the sound of um, road, road works at, down the bottom of the hill yeah. here. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's... Well, it just proves that we're doing this out. We're not cheating. No. We're keeping within the coronavirus regulations. Absolutely. We're, we... We're shouting because we're socially distanced and we're outdoors. And so the uh, the microphone is in, in between us and it's freezing. It's but hey, let's 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 get on with the good stuff. Well, Richard, a bit of cold weather doesn't bother us legacy fans of football, does no? it? No. What, what, what's what's a legacy fan? A legacy fan. That's what we are. Apparently, we got. We got. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? We got to talk about this Super League nonsense, haven't we? Well, I I wish it had happened so that we could just let them go and ignore them. I. I feel a little bit the same. I've got nothing but contempt and derision for those six teams. Do you no, um, I think uh, I, I think we're not in the uh, the minority with that, are we? I just it's just ridiculous. What? Just but it's not the teams, though, is it? It's 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 a small handful of owners and chairmen and and idiots yeah. that think that that football is bigger than than the people that support it. Absolutely, and it's the supporters that need 
they need to apologise to their supporters. I mean, we know people. I was playing football last night with people who've been Manchester United fans since the 70s. We used to work with a guy who was a Chelsea fan through and through. He'd been a Chelsea fan since they were rubbish, since they were propping up the bottom of the second division. And those kind of supporters deserve better from their clubs. Absolutely. Than at the where, where, where were these people when Manchester City were playing Gillingham in, in league? whatever it is, won oh, absolutely. To, 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 to get back up into what is now the championship. They were nowhere then. They were absolutely nowhere. Absolutely. So it, I, I, I felt so angry about this. And on Tuesday, as you can see from my notebook here, I was just kind of scribbling notes <laughs> during the Woking game because I was so cross about it all. It's angry biro week in my notebook. Do you dock them 25 points now? Do you, or do you just wait and see what happens the important thing is that they can't just say oh it was an April Fool we'll all go back to normal you can't just reset to normal again now that they've done this can you well I think what they have done is is maybe awaken fans to the point that actually if there is stuff that's going on that fans don't like they they do have the ability to change it yeah and so it'll be interesting to see now how some of these um, these other debates the, the amount of money it costs to go and watch Arsenal and Chelsea yeah. and, and, and those teams up there um, uh, the legacy fans that have been priced out of it. Yeah. The, 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 the term legacy fan is is derisory in the in, in the least. Yeah. It's it's insulting. What else is insulting as well is suggesting that young people can't take in a full ninety minutes of football now. They need a shorter, brighter. That that's that's ludicrous. Absolutely ludicrous. The, the, the thing is, is, is a lot of this came from a couple of teams that have overspent so much in, in, mm. in, in recent years. Uh, I'm thinking of um, this Real Madrid, I think, and, and, and it's, I'm not sure which other team is, is, is just as much financial trouble as they are, but they need something to change. They need more money. Yeah. And this yeah. is the way that they saw that they could get more money. And everyone else, it seems, um, obviously thought, well, this isn't a bad idea. And your, your, your chairman and your, your owners in their ivory towers, just in their own bubbles, talking yeah. about football to people like them who don't really understand its beginnings and its, its heritage and the architecture of, of football pyramids. But, you know, it's, it's, it's got nothing to do with them. All they are are money men. Exactly. And they'll never understand. The match that we went and watched together at the beginning of this season between Newton Abbott and St Austell in the pre-qualifying yeah. pre round of the FA Cup. Yeah, first, very first round of the FA Cup. That was as good a night at the football as I've had for a long time. Yeah. But these the people will never understand the appeal of something as, as simple, basic, grassroots as that. And I'm, I'm just going to stop ranting now. Good. Should we talk about Talkie United Let's instead? talk about uh, the legacy club that we support. Let's talk about our own beloved legacy yeah. club that's won its last five games. Indeed. Woking twice. I think I think it's worth saying um, one last seven out of eight games. Seven out of eight, you're right. But in those last five, Woking twice, Rex and Weymouth and Sutton. Yeah. Uh, good performance again at Woking on yeah. Tuesday night. I know Gary was a little bit... Disappointed is the wrong word, but he would like them to have pushed on and done more up front in the second half. But it was another game where they the game was won after 16 minutes. It was, and and um, as I as I said to Gary, it, I did read and I I kind of slightly wrote that the goals were as a result of two mistakes. Well, yeah, the, the mistakes set the opportunities up, but actually, Bowden's chip 
and yeah. um, Connor Lemonet Evans is chase and, and, and nice take, take the yeah, ball nice around the goalkeeper yeah. were as good goals as any we've seen this season I think I think you're right um, the, the fact that, that we were gifted the opportunities is a different matter but the actual goals themselves were brilliant and it was again it was an exercise in game management wasn't it for the next 76 minutes yep uh, Woking didn't have a chance I mean well, fair play Woking had a very weakened team out you could see they're dispirited yep. but they didn't create a chance we didn't birds, allow them to create a chance. Is that birds or is that a toy again? I'm I'm not sure. Okay. I no, quite we, like this noise, you know. I mean, <laughs> people will think yeah, they genuinely are outside, yeah. and our voices will give away the fact that we are absolutely perishing cold. Um, but uh, yeah, what, uh, teams are going to get injuries, and there's a little bit to be said for the fact that <clears> the team that keeps more of its players fit for longer will win this league. I don't think Gary wanted to name anyone in particular, did he, during the, the, the interview that I did with him this morning, but um, he does blame the injuries almost squarely on, on the people who have put together the National yeah. League schedule. Now, we did start late, so there is a problem there because obviously we couldn't start um, as we would at the start of August. It was September before things really got going. Uh, was it even October? I can't it remember. Was October. It was October. It was October, yeah. It was yeah. October when things really start, started up for the National League. Um, and we will only finish a month late. However, saying that, you've also got the playoffs. And should we, uh, God forbid, because we want to go straight up, but yeah. end up being in the playoffs and end up being in the playoff final, um, that that's on June the 19th. It is June the 19th. I mean, yeah, the, the season finishing on June the 19th is astonishing, isn't it? Yeah, the playoffs would be, as far as I could understand it, it's June the 5th or round about there for the first part. Which is, which which is fourth, the 4th, 5th, 6th and 7th, yep. um, where we're not going to be, no. let's say. Uh, the semi-finals where we may come into it would be June the 12th. Yep. The final would be June the 19th, and I read somewhere that it might be happening at Leicester. Well, King Power has been mooted. The reason that it won't be at Wembley is because England are playing yeah. at Wembley in, the, in Euro 2020, a year late. I love the way they're still calling it 2020. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but so, so we can't, it's unlikely to be played at Wembley. It's almost, almost assured not to be played at Wembley because uh, that's where England's home games are. And I think they've got a game on, on not, maybe not the 19th, but the 18th or something have, like that. Yeah, you're right. But I mean, that wouldn't be a bad thing. We've talked over the years on this podcast time and time again about the benefits of playing the playoff finals in a stadium where you could at least make it look half full, yeah. Uh, as opposed to Wembley, where it always looks empty, no matter how many fans you take, unless you take 90,000 fans to Wembley, it doesn't look full. Absolutely, yeah. So, you know, it, it may not be a bad thing to play it somewhere like the King Power, no, although I'm, it is, absolutely. It has to be said, or a king long way away. It's very good. But uh, didn't we get away with that? I'm not sure. I might have to oh, edit yeah. that. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's so. Woking game, couple of things I wrote down. Matt Buse. Yeah, what a great game great he performance. had. Yeah. And that the goal he nearly scored, that would have been a goal for the ages. The little, the the little flick with the back of the, the heel. Flick. There's a name for those, isn't there? And I can't remember what it is now, but um, yeah, there's a name for that. Didn't Lee Sharp flick. do one quite famously for Manchester United at some point? And, I think he did. Uh, so we'll call it the Sharp. The Sharp. We'll call it the Sharp. It would have been just the greatest goal. And it was a lovely flick and it, it just rolled agonisingly close to the, the post at the other as it, as it went across the goal. It did. Um, I, <coughs> we, we, Gary keeps his, his injury problems to himself, as we know. So it's always, it's always a, 
with a bit of trepidation that you you, yeah. you wait for the team to come out on Twitter. And to see um, no right, first of all, you think, ah. And then to see no Armani Little, yeah. and then I... I, it hadn't even occurred to me until you texted me a bit later on that Kyle Cameron was also yeah. missing from the bench because I wouldn't have expected him to start. Um, it was it was okay. This isn't the best of uh, 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 of uh, of news, but um, and, and Matt Buse hasn't played that much and he's been out on loan a couple of times and comes in when he's needed and it yeah. must be frustrating for a player like Matt Buse not to be in the first team choice um, not, sometimes not even on the bench but I thought he had a great game I, see, I thought I he, right. he, he did really well in the middle there and um, had a really solid game so yeah I was really pleased with that Matt Boos as the um, as the guy on the, the feed Boos. referred to good feed wasn't it let's talk about good the, feed yeah now good, good feed. I, I don't remember if, if it was that good when we played him in the FA Trophy but we obviously watched that, that, that feed as well maybe because we lost we didn't look on it no. reflect on it quite so well but I thought that was the, the best commentary uh, pair and uh, there was more than one camera as well I thought yeah. they did a really good job I thought the commentary pair just sounded more professional yeah I mean it was expensive it was 12 quid but it was it was well done yeah it was, it was 12 quid, which is more than yeah. normal but um, no I was happy with that good feed so the I mean the injuries Woking's injuries we talked during the game about this um, Diara was obviously not fit when he started you, you, that, again you texted me that and said I don't think he was don't fit when he started, why they started no. well when they've got no players no. left Ben, ben Gehring looked a slightly forlorn figure, didn't he? As, he as did. kind of the only senior professional in, in the team, pretty much. Out there. In Woking. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Um, and strange, when they were playing the first half highlights on loop during the... Um, the half missing time, the second goal. Yeah, the second goal wasn't there for some <laughs> I think they were, still, they were still reeling from the first. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, our injury list... we. Uh, there were good things and Gary Warren back in after yep. 16 games out it's a long time is that how long out. it was now you see Gary Gary is one of those players that we've been expecting to come back for a little while and uh, and, and he's not he's not turned up um, but uh, I, I thought he did well when he came on yeah uh, yeah, he yeah. had a good game absolutely I mean he's a solid professional isn't he and he's always going to yeah. do well and you but, could you could hear him as well couldn't yeah, you you yeah. could hear him on the stream organising the defence <clears throat> we, we talked about Carl Cameron not being on in the squad uh, and I don't think he, he'll be too far away I think they're just protecting him like Gary said he wasn't he's read that he was resting players he wasn't resting players they were out for a reason they yeah. were out because they have injuries although the element of resting could be the fact that he doesn't want those injuries to get worse by playing no. them no, it was worrying to see a couple of players hobble off um, Scott Bowden yeah uh, and Dean Moxie yeah, as they, well. Yeah, they, they, they both hobbled off. Yes, it is worrying, especially when Ryan Law's just gone back to, to yeah, Plymouth. Yeah. I don't know if we could get back him, him back in if we needed him, but um, I, you Mox, know, Moxie is playing so well at the moment. Yeah, as well, isn't and it? I, it's just the, the the sheer game after game of mm. it, isn't it, that's yeah. causing these problems. Um, hopefully, we will. Uh, we will see them. I thought Bowden had his best game, that, that, yeah. that, that he, uh, and so did Gary, I think, uh, when we were speaking earlier on. He had his best game since his arrival, and I don't think we, we felt like we missed Danny Wright uh, on Tuesday night because Bowden played so well. He did. He played yeah. as Danny Wright would have. Yeah, I, I 
it was a good performance from Bowden. I'm glad he got his goal. Yeah. Good to see him getting a goal there. Although um, I think the guys on the stream slightly overestimated his scoring rate for the season, didn't they? Say it was his ninth of the season. Oh, did they? Like did they? They keep yeah, on. People not, keep on getting Bowden and Wright mixed up. I think don't they? they do. I think they do. Uh, some other strange results in the league over the last few days. The teams uh, at can the I bottom. Just, can I just say before we go on? Go on. Um, the defence. I've just written uh, the preview mm-hmm. for, for the web. The defence has only let in two goals in eight games. Yeah, yeah. That's some record. It is. Uh, the, the clean sheets are coming. Lucas Kovalan is playing well. Yes, yeah, so I shouldn't have moved on before talking about the defence. They are playing very, very well at the back there. Um, Joe Lewis looks like a good signing now, Lewis doesn't he? And just Shering, at the right yeah. time. Yeah, Lewis and Sharing are centre-backs. Yeah. Neither of them will have joined the club thinking, we're going to play at centre-back, particularly. No. Um, but yeah, they're kind of growing into the position, growing into confidence, and I think they're playing much, much better at the moment. Absolutely, and I, th- I think Joe Lewis, the, the signing of Joe Lewis was really an important signing at that time. Not, it, it might not have seemed as no. important then as it does now. And he, I mean, having made him a permanent signing, you can see him carrying on in this team yeah for a very long time because yeah, he's going to get he's going to get better he's only a young lad yeah he will get better and better absolutely no um, it's a good signing and you know the team will get better with him now what I was going to say about the teams at the bottom team Wheelstone yeah. conceded 13 goals in two games wow they let in six against Maidstone seven against Wrexham yeah and what we're seeing here is these teams at the very bottom of the league who've really got nothing to play for are kind of drifting now. yeah um, but only Chesterfield of the, uh, the the contenders at the top of the league have still got to play Wealdstone. Okay. I was just having a look to see just in case Sutton or Hartlepool had to play them still, because Wealdstone appear to be there for the taking. At the moment. Well, you can put Woking in that in that box as well, I think, because although we only beat them two 0 they they they'd lost their previous three games yeah. by four goals. Yeah, true, true. Those, these teams are. They've not they've not settled because they can't go down. No, they've not settled for it and just and ju- and just playing, playing out the odds. But it has an effect. Yeah. And some of these teams are furloughed players, um, the injury situation. You're not going to risk. I mean, it's, it, this is why Diara playing after it looked like he was injured from the word go on Tuesday was a strange one. Yeah. But you're not going to play, uh, players that. Um, I've got slight injuries that you would be playing if it was a relegation battle because yeah. you need them to do their bit, or if you're in a promotion, you know, chase, you need them to do their bit. Those players aren't going to be playing, and and I'm not I'm not not saying that players will pull out of tackles and etc. But if there's nothing, literally, this is the deadest rubber games you've ever come yeah. across. Yeah, absolutely, no relegation at all. But it's, it's Super League stuff. It is. This is this is how the Super League. But yeah, I think that's been. a very very good point because you'd be getting to this point in the season and you'd have a Wednesday night game between Chelsea and Inter Milan. Yeah, yeah. and nothing, they're both. They've got, neither of them got a chance of winning the thing. Nothing at stake. What's the point? And you know the players who've been protected from having to play in the Premier League the previous weekend will all be trotted out in front of a TV audience of millions of people who've never been to a football match in their lives I'm, yeah, starting, but, but, I'm but, ranting but, but, again but aren't if, I but if, but if, if, if whatever million billion people from China are watching the game and all paying a pound each yeah then who cares about football that's true and how long will it be before they start playing these games in Dubai 
and you know places just just absolutely just parachute yeah. a game in somewhere yeah. things do change though guy i i i i've got this little philosophy that i think about occasionally with music where you know um we think about music or modern day music rock and roll as this huge legacy thing this with with massive heritage yeah it's only been around since 1950 it's only 70 years old music has been around since the year dot yeah Yeah, that's true sometimes i do feel like we protect these things a bit too much because we think it's the only way to be when in actual fact in the time scale of things we are but mere well amoebas we're we're mere dust yeah but and that's yeah. that's the philosophy out of yeah, the way. Exactly, but no, t- taking it to its to its nth degree, then they are going to have to. St- they will start shortening football. They I, will shorten football matches. They're you're talking about attention spans. Yeah. Now uh, this, this this has got huge relevance for music at the moment. You know, I record music, um, uh, and mu- the the recording of music has changed because of the way young people listen to music. Yeah. Now. When I was a kid and you were a kid, we would listen to Radio 1 and you'd have to listen to the whole of the song and you'd go, oh, that's a good song, and you'd go to the record shop on your bicycle <laughs> and you'd pay the man yeah. with some money, which that's is paper, yeah. 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 and you would go home and you'd put it on your record box. Yes. Um, kids today, and I don't want to sound like Albert from, from Bromley. During the war. Yeah. yeah. Um, kids today... Listen to the first five, ten seconds of a song, and if they've never heard it before because it's not on trend, they won't listen to it anymore. They'll they'll move it on. Yeah. Shuffle next next one, next one, next one. Now, that means that for the first five, ten, twenty seconds of each song, you've got to put it all in there. So you're you're forth- so that the way that the way that music is written nowadays yeah. is the fact it's completely different to the way Vienna by Ultravox yeah they ain't going to stand there listening to that dun 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 that's that, and that, for, for, for that's 20 seconds the, yeah, so I'll sh- shift it on so your forthcoming album you're going to have to be absolutely on the intros aren't you well uh, I've heard I'm your, not, I've, I'm I've not heard aim- your forthcoming album yeah, I'm not <laughs> aiming my songs at at those people to be fair they could they, 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 they wouldn't like it anyway uh, um, so I think I think uh, I, I'm not saying it's a more connoisseured uh, taste that I'm aiming for, but it's just a, a more experienced taste. Maybe. That's the way to look at it. Especially song number three. Especially song number three. So the games that we're looking forward to, we're going into a spell of three home games. We've got the bank holiday weekend coming up as well. We start on Saturday home to Notts County. Yeah, which Who'd isn't an easy game. Who'd have thought we'd ever be playing Notts County in the National League? Though I think this every time we play them, Notts County, one of the founder members of the Football League, been up there in the first division, you know, been one of the mightiest clubs in the country. Yeah. And uh, here we are in the National League. I just just watched an interview with uh, their defender Connell Rawlingson on uh, Nottinghamshire Live while I was doing yeah. their work for the preview that I was writing. Came across really well. Um, sounds like. Things are going well there, but yeah. they've lost three games in a row. They have. Now they've yeah. got this new manager, um, and uh, we're outside, and I can't, I can't remember his name, <laughs> Ian Buchanan, or not, not Buchanan, or it's, it's whatever it is. Okay. Uh, I apologise to him. Yeah. Um, 
he he comes from European football. Yeah. I mean, he's English, but he comes from. Well, I presume he's English, not not American or whatever. But uh, um, he comes from European football, and he's an interesting fella. And and the the Rollingstones talking about how um, he is so. Um, everything is so accurate in training. You know, yeah. you, it's got to be done a certain way. Play from the back take risks when you're up the front and if, if it doesn't pay off well you mark it off and you you continue Start to play again. that way okay um so it'll be interesting to see how they develop under him he um he obviously is changing the philosophy there playing more like talkie do maybe although gary does like to play um technically yeah. uh, technical football he will also shuffle it around a bit when it when it need, needed needs to be um be interesting to see how they oh, develop. Be, Just hope they're not developing quickly enough to, <laughs> to, to be ready to, to show off their newfound um, skills and uh, way of playing football on Saturday. Newfound, notwithstanding newfound skills, they've got a good old-fashioned centre-back in the side at the moment, haven't they? Mark Ellis Yes. is yes. on loan from Tranmere, local lad to us. Um, yeah, played for us. So came from somewhere down in the South Hams, played for us 2008-2012. Uh, good player, Mark Ellis. Yep. We like Mark Ellis a lot. Um, he'll be tough to get round, to get past, to get over. Absolutely. On, on Saturday. And they've, they've got a decent striker in Kyle Wotton as well. who yeah. scored 12 goals this season. So against our um, our defence, that's going to be an interesting scenario. Will be. Will be. They're eighth in the league at the moment. Obviously, they've got their uh, playoff ambitions. They want to catch uh, well, us. As Rawlingson said, uh, that there's no there's, there's no doubt in his mind that they will be in the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, he's that, he's that sure of it. We'll end up playing them at the King Power Stadium. <laughs> yeah. uh, the players who've played for both, only a couple to mention, really. David McVeigh, of course, who wrote the great Stake Diana Ross book. He uh-huh. was at Torquay. Very funny chapter in that book about, uh, about his loan period at Torquay and how he thinks it was, it was great. He enjoyed it, but he thinks it was all a mistake by somebody. <laughs> how he ended up here, he'll never know. And Don O'Reardon, of course, played 100 games for Notts County. Of course. Uh, Don is still a big fan of both clubs. He follows both clubs. Um, he's very active on Facebook. Don is always around on Facebook after a Talker United match. Uh, may even listen to the podcast. Um, Hello, Don. Uh, good player, Don. Great yeah, player. Yeah. Um, Quality, experience. Uh, good. Um, good manager. Battling. Who, yeah. All those words. He, he was a good manager. The wheels all came off all at once against Scunthorpe that yeah. night, didn't they? Yeah. It was just um, it that was night just where I was uh, I was having a drink in a pub in Norwich, and it <laughs> came up on the screen <laughs> in brackets. E I G H T. Just the way they used to do it. And then Tuesday we're at home to Aldershot. Uh, yep. Obviously live stream for both of those games. By the way, Torquay United's live stream is right up there with the best in the league. Aldershot are 12th. They still think they've got a chance of getting in the playoffs as well. Yeah, they're a funny team, aren't they? You're never really sure what you're going to get with Aldershot. We, it's, they're almost local rivals, aren't they, Aldershot? Yeah. We've played them so many times down the years. It's a great place to go and watch football up there, and we'll go again uh, if we're ever I in the same Aldershot. league as them again. You love them, don't you? I love they're them, They're your yeah. favourites. Yeah. Jamie Sendles-White uh, is in their side. Yeah. Played 23 games for us in the National League South Championship season. It wasn't quite a first choice at Plainmore, but seems to be carving a bit of a, a niche for himself at Aldershot at I, the moment. I, I, I thought he was all right. I good thought player. He was a good player. Yeah. yeah. 
quite a stylish player as well. I think yeah. it's dub- players with double-barrelled names. You always think Absolutely. they're slightly more stylish than they are. Yeah, Lemonade Evans and like uh, yeah. Forbes, Phillips, and Masters. And well, that's like triple-barrelled that. that one. Was it? Yeah. Well. Yes, oh well, no, no. Ford. Forbes is first name. Ford, yeah, Forbes, what a ridiculous Forbes, Phillips, first and Masters. Name. Yeah, there's got to be a triple-barrelled player right there somewhere. <laughs> So, yeah, good games to look forward to. Birthdays, of course, Robin Stubbs, 80th birthday today, which is what's made this the Robin Stubbs 80th birthday podcast. If we had glasses, we'd be tinkling we them. We would be tinkling them now. He's the honorary life president at Torquay. Uh, played 238 games for us, 120-odd goals. Came That's to us ridiculous. for £6,000. What a bargain from Birmingham in 1963. We can find another Robin Stubbs. I'll give the club £6,000. Absolutely. I'll, I'll, it'll be on a credit card, but... Uh, one of our, our colleague Dave's favourite stories was uh, Tony Boyce bringing Robin Stubbs down to uh, show him Torquay yep. uh, just before signing. He got off the train at Torquay Station, took one look at the beach and the <laughs> seaside and all the people who were uh, walking up and down the prom and decided this was the place for him. And um, the rest, as they say. The rest of the, the yep, that's it, yep. <laughs> uh, or if they can't say because it's too cold. <laughs> another birthday today as well, Darren Moore. Oh, wow. Um, okay. He's 47 today. He's not been very well recently, according to Twitter. He's had uh, he's had a, a touch of the COVID. Oh, apparently. has he? I didn't so we wish this. him all the very best, Darren. Big, big favourite with everybody at Torquay. So uh, all the very best to Darren Moore. And as you mentioned, look at the colour of my hands, by the way. Yeah, you've gone, you've gone a, a, a kind of a kind of, Yeah, a kind of, kind of purplish blue <laughs> colour on my hands. We've... Uh, there's a circulation thing going there on. There is indeed, yeah. My circulation's right up there with the Herald Express. <laughs> um, good to have you along. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. Thanks for putting up with the birds and the squeaky toys and the roadworks. It road could works. be. It could be a six-point podcast next week. It could be. Let's hope so. Three home games coming up. Yep. The first two of them before we pod next. But we're going to draw a line under this one before we expire with um, pneumonia. Yeah. Something like Absolutely. that. Absolutely. No. It's been. It's been. It's been bracing it has been bracing but I was, I was talking to my brother on, <laughs> on 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 whatsapp this morning about what exactly the rules are at the moment because yeah. i wondered if you could come in because you we, we work together yeah and i work at home and this is something we're doing for work like it would be in an office but yeah. we decided it probably wasn't a good idea no. but the rules are really difficult to to, to get your head around see if the weather had been like it was yesterday it would be lovely sitting out we'd be in shorts oh we would but <laughs> no one else would be in the garden. But um, enough already. I, yeah. need to, I need to get my hands on a mug of hot tea or something. <laughs> Thank you for listening. We'll um, we'll see you on the other side. Let's hope, as Richard says, for another six-point podcast next week. And for once, we can actually say it in unison. Come, come on, on, you yellows! yellows. Almost in unison.